Welcome to Getting Heated, the place to debate and discuss all things surf-related. With the Rip Curl WSL Finals less than a week away, we are bringing in a pair of experts to weigh in on how each match will unfold. It's all up for debate. Who will face off and move on through men's and women's match one, two, and three? Then, get ready for some bold predictions on who will face world number one in the title match. And finally, the world championship will be decided in the water. And yes, we are about to hash out our picks for all of it. Coco Ho is standing by with this week's guests. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Getting Heated. Today's show is so big, it requires this pair of absolute legends, Salema Masakela and three-time world champ, Mick Fanning. Welcome, guys. Hi, Coco. Mick, you look wonderful in mustard, mate. Thank you. Thank you. It's, uh, I just thought yellow jersey, world titles. Let's get it. How are you, Coco? Good, guys. Wow, we've been waiting all season to say this. The Rip Curl WSL finals are less than a week away. Can you guys feel the pressure? So much pressure is building. It's uh, it's incredible. I love that it's coming down to one day. The, the preparation and all the sharpening of all the tools is going to be so on point for this day. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, and I think with all of the chatter, within the surfing community of last year, you know, some people thinking, well, I can't believe it's just going to be this one day playoff situation. Um, it, it just heightens the drama. Obviously the athletes have to show up, but the, the audience, the crowd is wondering like, is this going to work? Are we going to get fired up on it? And I, I think we're in for some big things. I completely agree. Before we move forward, let's go through how the event format works. The WSL Final Five men and women will face off in a one-day, winner-takes-all battle for the world title. The matches are head-to-head, starting with match one, where world number five will face world number four. The winner of that match will advance to face world number three in match two. From there, the winner of match two will progress to match three to compete against world number two. The winner of match three will move on to face world number one in the title match. And this one is heavy because if you want to be the best, you got to beat the best several times in a best of three showdown to decide the world title. Today is all about making some bold predictions on how each match is going to unfold. So let's get into the fun part. I'll set the scene. It's the Rip Curl WSL finals and the spot is Lower Trestle, San Clemente, California. Conditions are four to six feet with a south swell. Let's start with the women's match number one, where we know world number four, Stephanie Gilmore, will face world number five, Joanne DeFay. Salema, who do you think makes it through match number one? No offense to Joanne DeFay, who I think is uh, an incredibly spirited competitor and her technique only gets better, but I think that Steph will handily uh, win that first heat. I believe that she's 7-0 against Joanne DeFay. And I I think Steph, who realizes that she could play a super spoiler, doesn't really have a lot of pressure on her, is going to show up in that first heat. Yeah, look, I sort of feel like Joanne is an extremely tough one. Uh, She's such a great uh, reader of the ocean. She is clutch, you know. We've seen her perform at the pool. She won the Surf Ranch event this year. Um, So she is clutch. It all depends on which Stephanie Gilmore shows up. We all know she's the goat. She's the queen of, of surf. But I feel like sometimes 
she can be a little bit sleepy to start an event. So she has to come in super firing. Um, that stat, 7-0, sort of says a lot, but I don't think it plays all the numbers. I think they've had some really tight heats over the years. But um, look, I'm going to go with Steph, hometown girl for me. But um, yeah, look, it's not going to be an easy one for Steph. For some reason, I'm really nervous already. Let's move over to men's match one, where world number five, Morgan Siblick, will be taking on world number four, Connor Coffin. Mick, I know this is a tough one, but start us off, who advances? Yeah, this is an extremely tough one. Um, I think both of these guys are very similar matched in, especially at a place like Lowers. Uh, but I'm gonna go for my, my Aussie. Uh, I think Morgan might get it done just on the fact that he might have a little bit more variety when it comes to um, to lowers. Uh, but in saying that, Connor's incredible out there. He reads the wave so well. He is um, so solid on his feet and he's been so clutch this year. You know, he's had some huge wins. Um, yeah, look, this, this is pretty much just Aussie versus American and I have to just go with my Aussie. It's nothing personal and nothing else it's just that's all it is uh i'd be stoked for both of them to get through morgan sibley has definitely been one of my favorite stories uh this season the fact that he's just so right from the very beginning was not intimidated and said i'm going to take my opportunity and show you that i'm supposed to be here and it's been great to watch that said the way connor has has each season built his confidence done the things necessary to round out his surfing from being so singular. And, and as Mick said, he knows lowers like the back of his hand. This is a guy who makes a long drive from Santa Barbara on a regular basis to go down there, put in the work. He's fired up as the only American in the draw on finals day, and he will get the win in that first heat. Yeah, I feel like both of these two guys aren't scared of the big moments either. I think they yeah. they rise. They they love that underdog approach. So that's why it's so tough, this one. You, you could go over this matchup over and over again, and you're going to come out with a different outcome, depends who you talk to, every single time because they are so close. Yeah, I don't think Morgan's afraid, afraid of big moments. He's proven that all season. But this is the biggest moment. And I think he's going to feel it in a way that will give Connor a decided advantage. Yeah, whoever wins, I'm stoked. <laughs> the match one picks are in. When we return, we're moving over to match two and match three, where Mick and Salema are dueling it out with their predictions. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Getting Heated. I'm joined by longtime surf commentator Salema Masakela and three-time world champ Mick Fanning. Guys, if you could go into the Rip Curl WSL finals ranked anywhere from world number five to world number one, which spot would you pick and why? Salema, you first. I'm old. And uh, the, the potential of surfing that many heats, if I was in the five spot, it's not going to be looking good for me when it came up against number one. So I'm going to do, num I would say, number two. You know, get, get my feet wet and surf, surf less to win more. I would be 100% number one. When you're going up against the top five surfers in the world, you don't want to take any risks. So I'm going number one. I don't care. I'll take the easy route. I've never been number one at anything. I've literally never won anything. So for me, number two would be like be being number one uh, in comparison to Mick here, who's the champion of all things. <laughs> I love it. Let's keep the predictions going because it's time for match number two. Just to refresh, we're talking lower trestles, San Clemente, California. Conditions are four to six foot with a south swell. 
You've each picked your match one winners to advance to match two. So let's continue the men's side where world number three, Felipe Toledo, is waiting for a piece of the action. Salema, so what happens here? Thanks for coming out, Connor Coffin. We have some nice prizes for you waiting at the top of the trail. I believe Felipe Toledo, this is his home break. He's won here before. And also, I don't think he's been getting the celebration and the due that he deserves relative uh, to the threat that he is amongst his um, his fellow Brazilian competitors. And I think he's going to have a chip on his shoulder and he gets the win in that heat. I think at four to six foot, it's going to be a little closer. There's probably bigger sections for someone like Morgan to come through and, and hit. But I think Philippe's, Philippe's got that X factor where he can do huge airs into huge wraps and finish off with a huge layback. And I think that flow is going to get him over the line here all the way to the next heat. Four to six foot, long roping rights at lowers. This, this is the same Philippe Toledo who did two gigantic airs into wraps that we'd never seen before at four to six foot Jeffrey's Bay. It's not a question. This is Philippe Toledo all day. Yeah, but also too, this is four to six foot is also, you know, if you'll pick Connor Coffin, he's going to be incredible on those long walls. He's going to be doing his technique arcs and uh, flowing that all together as well. Morgan's going to be able to hit sections as hard as we've seen him hit all year long. Also too, sometimes Philippe can, can fold under the pressure and that's We've seen that in the last few years. So that's another factor that we're going to look into. But um, as I said, I, I'm with you. I think Philippe will get it done. Um, but yeah, at four to six foot, I don't think it's going to be a cakewalk for him. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm not talking about a blowout. It'll be a tight heat. Both of those competitors are amazing, but I do, I'm do. i with you. We're saying the same thing, but differently. <laughs> that's the way we do it. <laughs> that was cute, guys. Let's switch to the women's side of match two, where Sally Fitzgibbons is sitting at world number three and ready for her challenger. Mick, how does this match go down? I think with Steph getting through one heat, her confidence is going to go up. Sally is, she's an incredible surfer and she, you know, always brings it 100%. So Steph's going to have to be on her game. I think Steph will get it done just on the fact of she'll be heating up. In saying that though, you know, Sally gives everything. You can't deny her that she's one of the best women in the world. And she's been this close to winning world titles in the past. It's just been unfortunate that she hasn't got one. I've been very impressed with um, Sally this season, especially since she's been going it alone. And to see the, the manner in which her surfing has only gotten better, especially in these last two seasons, has been impressive. But, but to Mick's point... Steph with momentum in this kind of situation, this is why she has seven world titles. And Sally has been close, so I'm going to definitely give the nod to Steph in that heat. But while, whilst anything's possible, I'm, I'm still sticking with Steph. Now that match two is set for both of you, we're moving on to match three. Let's stick with the women and get your picks on the battle between world number two, Tatiana Weston-Webb, and her challenger as predicted by each of you. Salema, kick this one off for us. Man, this is a really tough one for me, especially if um, Tatiana has the opportunity to go ham on her backhand um, the way she has been. But again, I like the momentum with, with Steph in this, like being able to smell a championship mode. When she gets in championship mode, it, it, it's on. 
and I'm I'm going to stay with uh, with Gilmore. What we've seen from Tatiana during this season, especially places like you know when they went to Pipeline, is that she gets overheated she gets too excited and makes little mistakes that cost her big by this stage i feel like steph would be in that i'm here to win i'm here to kill and just going to proper lioness mode just you know everything else is just blanked out she's just going to be concentrating on how she can go out and be iconic and i think that when steph's being iconic out in the water that's why she's the queen. She's just so good. Yeah, I just think that it's going to require Tatiana to surf perfectly in the most pressure situation that she's ever faced. And if she makes a mistake, I, I, I don't see her being able to overcome that, especially against a Stephanie that I predict will be very much on form and will take full advantage of it. Let's slide over to the men's match three with our reigning world champion, Italo Ferreira, sitting at world number two. According to Mick, he'll be taking on Felipe Toledo. Mick, what happens next? This one's going to be a tight tussle. These two guys are actually 4-4. They're so spot on. So this is the the tiebreaker. For me, if it's four to six foot, I think Felipe will get over the top of him. I think Italo's might feel a little bit of pressure seeing he is the reigning world champ. Um, The other thing for Italo is that he when he's in trouble he finds these hail mary sections and you can't really do that at trestles he'll go and just do a huge air at off the biggest closeout he can find where trestles you sort of have to finish the whole way to get a massive score so um yeah look i think philippe will get over the top of him the same way he'll get over the top of morgan or connor in the in the previous heat is just flowing those airs those big calves and those big laybacks all together that's a really, really strong look at the situation. Um, I like that analysis. That said, I'm going with the momentum and the role that this kid is on. And I think that I think we saw shades of him being able to find that rhythm in long sections in Mexico. I, I, I think Italo wins this heat against uh, Philippe. I think it'll be tight. But I think he will find an, an, an opportunity or a section to do something so crazy that it will be undeniable. Look, Italo grew up on a right-hand point, so he can obviously surf them. I think that's where he looks his best, to be honest, personally for me. Um, but I just think that the variety and the flow that Philippe has, I think that will just get over the top of Italo. But it's going to be so nuts. This, is, this could be one of the heats of the century. Yeah, I agree. When we return, the 2021 World Championship is on the line. We're going deep into predictions on the title match next. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Getting Heated. The biggest prediction is finally here. Before we make these world title picks, let me start with the reminder, the Rip Curl WSL Finals will go down in a single day at Lower Trestles, San Clemente, California. Let's say the conditions are four to six foot with a south swell. We begin with match one, and now we've debated our way to the title match. Let's start with the men, where world number one, Gabriel Medina, is feeling fresh and ready to compete. Mick, how does this title match unfold in your opinion? 
Yeah, look, talking about Gabe being fresh, uh, that that's that's huge. Uh, in my, you know, with Philippe surfing two heats, he's young, he's got that much energy. It doesn't really matter too much. I feel like the way I sort of see this playing out is that Philippe's going to come out and win the first one just because he's so on fire, and then Gabe's going to figure him out in heat two and three. I think that also too maybe the pressure of winning that first heat it's like all i have to do is win one more heat that all of a sudden gets so heavy on you and it feels like you're carrying around about 200 kilos and your legs don't work your board doesn't work it just starts shriveling up and you just everything just gets heightened the pressure of it all gets heightened so that's where gabe medina doesn't feel pressure he's just like i've got this um and he will figure out a way to uh win those second and third heats but it's it's going to be awesome i think it's going to be something that um yeah maybe i'm totally wrong i don't know i think that um this format is built for a gabriel medina to be in that number one spot and win a world title um, I don't think that there's anybody else who could utilize being in that one spot better. And it's lowers. It's a place dude has commanded since he showed up in 2011 and redefined the manner in which we, we could watch it be surfed in competition and has continued to be dominant. I say, um, I actually say Gabe in two instead of three. We got one world champion crowned. Let's get over to the women's side where world number one, Carissa Moore, is energized and ready to face her challenger. Salema, how does the women's world title match unfold? I believe that Carissa will win uh, in three. I think Steph will get the first one, and then I think it's going to be all Carissa. Too much power, um, too much variation in, in turns, and the bigger it is, the more I believe that it will favor um, this really well-rounded, powerful approach. I think her boards are going to be super dialed as well. And she's riding the momentum and is getting another world championship. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be allowed back in Australia after this, but um, I, I sort of feel the same. But for a different reason, I think fatigue might kick in. I think uh, after surfing so many heats, I think fatigue will kick in. I think... On a day-to-day, these two are so evenly matched. They both have their pluses and minuses that sort of cancel each other out. But I think fatigue might get in the way of Steph's quest. Uh, I think that Carissa will win in three as well. Uh, I think, but I'd probably put Carissa will win the first, Steph win the second, and Carissa win the third. And it would just be fatigue that gets it. Yeah, I, I agree. I, if if this was just uh, on paper, um, without Steph having surfed all day, uh, I think it would be a, a little bit different. But the, that fatigue factor is going to be very, very, very real. That's a great call, Nick. So real. I think also too, um, if if it was just these two going at it for three, like how would you pick that? Uh, I'd probably sometimes I'd pick Carissa first because you know she she is so clutch she loves those pressure moments and she knows how to get out of those really sticky situations sometimes Steph might get a little lost but um yeah look it's this this has the potential for the goat versus the goat yeah I, I think Carissa's deep in her bag having watched 
um, the way she did watch her campaign at the Olympics. I think she's she's really going to have the ability to 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 super rise um, to this occasion, and she's going to be in her bag. You know, this 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 is hers to lose, I believe. Mick, are you saying Steph's not fit? I'm not. I'm just putting myself in that situation. Uh, if I was in that situation, I'd be wrecked. But, you know. <laughs> I think that's what makes this thing so exciting. You know, that, and, and controversial is the, the fact that, like, if, you're, if you've done the work all season and you are number one, you get to sit there fresh and someone's going to have to be a superhuman um, and have everything dialed and have the best performance ever under duress to win a world championship. The other thing too, I feel like is that we're going to, whoever's number one or whoever's up the seating, they're going to be able to watch how these people before them perform, see, see their little tactics, see what they're looking for, be able to figure out what, waves are actually scoring the best and and put it all together when it's their turn so there's so many different factors and from where you're going to sit in this race i love it i love it and yeah there is that controversial part of like oh they've had such great seasons they should have won already but you know what we've seen that before and people like oh this is boring we want to see it end in the water and it's like well now there's the opportunity so let's let's see it yeah I'm I'm here for all of the unknowns because they're only going to be unknowns once. This is the first time, and this is going to change the direction of competitive surfing as we know it. Guys, thanks for putting your opinions on the line today. The Rip Curl WSL final starts September 9th. I predict that at least one of you made some really accurate predictions. See you at Trestles. <laughs> yeah, <right>. Bye, <laughs> Cheers, guys. <laughs>